Muggles with Attitude is brought to you by the Armadillo Podcasting Club. Did you know armadillos have never successfully been captured on film? If you see video of an armadillo, that's actually a line of several armadillos moving extremely fast at just the right frequency to make it look like one because of the shutter speed. (laughs) (laughs) For more armadillo-related facts and to find out how you can access episodes a day early, check us out at patreon.com slash armadillopodcastingclub. Hello there, you're listening to Muggles with Attitude. We're reading J.K. Rowling's Harry Potter series of fantasy novels. I'm Alice Sullivan. I'm Jeff Lake. And I'm Mike Sparkman. And today we're going to be reading chapters 10 through 13 of Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows, the seventh and final book in the Harry Potter series. Previously, Harry and the Weasleys prepare for a wedding, while Hermione prepares for that whole save the world mission that they're doing later, I guess. Harry's birthday comes with a very special guest and a bunch of magical tchotchkes from Dumbledore. The wedding goes as only a wedding with Harry could go. Death Eaters teleport in and attack and chaos ensues. But it's alright though because Harry and his gang just nope right out before anything happens. Uh, They do still manage to smash up a diner and a couple of Death Eaters on the way out though because, you know, Harry's got to get his blood fix. (laughs) They finally crash in uh, Harry's sweet wizard pad, uh, which I'm sure is fine because no one would think to look for them at the only piece of real estate that Harry owns and is also the former headquarters of the uh, Wizard Resistance Fighters. (laughs) Of course he wouldn't go there, right? (laughs) Right, he'd be stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait. Chapter 10, Creature's Tale. This felt very much like a video game to me. Like he's going around the house and he's interacting with different objects and picking them up and getting information. (laughs) Click on this, click on that. Come on, do something. (laughs) But he explores Sirius's room, and the entire house has been searched by someone. I like Sirius's rebellious, non-magical porn. <laughs> okay, so here, here's the thing, though, right? Like, so he's checking out Sirius's room, and it's decorated with like a teenager's boy room, teenage boy's room would be. But I never had booby pictures. Well, all did you? No, I didn't. Uh, but I mean, it's it's a trope, right? I, I mean, I, yeah. I assume normal teenage boys have. I don't think I had it. I had posters of dragons. I'm a big fucking nerd. I had, I had posters of dragons. Right, yeah, yeah. To be honest, <laughs> but but no, uh, no booby girls. But uh, Sirius does. And the, here's the thing: so Sirius lived in this house when he wasn't a teenage boy for a while, right? Oh, and he just left that. <laughs> oh, that's creepy. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's 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 funny if it's a teenage boy, but Sirius isn't a teenage boy and wasn't a teenage boy yeah, when he last lived in this room. He was stuck in that house for a long time. It did not occur to him to redecorate that room. He was just like, nah, I'm well, good with this. Didn't Harry say he put like the magic you can't ever get it off glue on this? I stuff? mean, yeah, but he's the one who did it. Presumably, he could undo his own things. That's a thing, right? Like, if you cast a spell, you should be able to unspell it. Uh, I don't know. Is mm. that a thing, Alice? You're our subject matter expert. About about the permanent sticking charm, or, or just in general, if you cast a charm, you it is easier, or sometimes you can, you you can undo it when other people can't. That that's what I understood because I was curious because he Harry was trying to pry a picture of his dad and Sirius and friends off the wall and he couldn't do it, and so I guess there are some charms that last even after the person dies. Yeah, I guess so. If Sirius is dead, if yeah. he's dead, if in fact. He is dead. But I thought he was Dumbledore, and Dumbledore's definitely dead. 
That's true. Is what? he though? Dumbledore is the locket. Is yeah, he? I thought Dumbledore was the hat. I thought he was. <laughs> I thought he was Hermione's wand. <laughs> that's true. We gotta Dumbledore keep track everywhere. of this. Every character that's not Harry Potter is Dumbledore. <laughs> possibly also Harry Potter. <laughs> a massive game that, that Dumbledore is running to mess with Harry Potter. <laughs> Harry is actually Dumbledore. He's just not very self-aware about it. <laughs> right. He, at one point, like towards the end of this book, he's gonna accidentally glance in a mirror for the first time, like get long beard, and little glasses. Oh, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> it's been me all along. <laughs> Harry Potter's just a game that Dumbledore's playing where he's made himself forget and he's like, I'm gonna be a, I'm gonna be a child for a little while. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Sirius's room, if you consider that, is a little bit creepy. He probably wasn't sleeping in that room. He's probably sleeping in the master bedroom or something. Oh, okay. You don't, I mean, I guess. I don't know if I went back to my... Yeah, I guess I'd probably sleep in the master bedroom if I went mm-hmm. back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, they were really rich, so I bet that master bedroom's really nice. It could be posh. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and Harry finds a letter written to Sirius by his mother. And this was fun. Because by Harry's it, mother. By Harry's mother. Yes, the letter was written to Sirius by Harry's mother uh, very shortly before they died. But Harry learns a few things. And one of them is they used to have a cat. And they don't know what happened to the cat. And this is a really fun fan theory mm-hmm. that that cat is actually Crookshanks, Hermione's cat. That cat would be really old, wouldn't it? Yes, because that cat is a measle. K-N-E-A-Z-L-E. Don't measles have... Don't measles look different? I know they're cat-like, but I thought they had some unusual characteristics. They look very, very similar to regular cats. They live longer than regular cats, and they have abilities such as uh, highly intelligent, uncanny ability to detect untrustworthy individuals. Oh. Well, that does sound like Crookshanks. What happened to Crookshanks? Independent Crookshanks... Oh, shit. Yeah, Crookshanks. What happened to Crookshanks? Uh, well, uh, well, let's be charitable and say that Hermione gave Crookshanks to her parents. Or to Hagrid. I don't know if Hagrid would want or Crookshanks. Maybe, maybe she deleted Crookshanks' memory like she did with Crookshanks. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, it's just a, it's just a fun thought that because they don't know what happened to the, the Potter family cat. And he could have... A fun theory is that he went off and he ended up being sold to Hermione later on. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Since yeah. he was like broing out with Sirius when Sirius was a dog, he's obviously a special cat. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Just fun. Yeah, no, I think that I think that makes sense. Not actual canon. I could buy canon. that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the cat's name. Do we know what the cat's name was? No, we don't get his name. I imagine that cat had a rough time though, because I have I have a toddler in my house, and I don't think that's ever a good time for cats when there's toddlers around, much less a toddler who can fly. Can fly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Either way, it's good that they have a proper quest hook, finally, you know? Finally? Yeah, the letter is mysteriously ripped off, and it's about, it says, I can't believe Dumbledore would, and then it's ripped off. It's like, come on, guys. Come on. It's too obvious. <laughs> Use a recipe from the back of the book instead of from, you know, from his family's family. <laughs> <laughs> Wear white shoes after Labor Day. <laughs> Dumbledore, man. Is that a thing in Angeland? Not uh, wearing white shoes after Labor Day? They don't have Labor Day. They don't have shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. They call them patters. <laughs> I'm gonna go put my patters on. Yeah. Get my dongle wraps. <laughs> Get my dongles from getting nippy in the, the London fog. Anyway, um, Harry passes Sirius's brother's bedroom door and realizes that his Sirius's brother was Regulus Arcturus Black. R.A.B. Yeah. Oh, no. 
I'm a little disappointed because I really was pulling for Ralbus Elvis Bumbledore. <laughs> <laughs> I was really holding out for that axe finger person. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I mean, it's best to explore all options. It could be this this particular rap, but it could still be axe finger. We don't know. I mean, Regulus could have had the, had a name of axe finger. That could have been his nickname. That's true. Could be. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure Vold, you know, Lord Voldemort would find mm-hmm. that to be a pretty cool name. He's like, yeah, Axbanger, that's a good name. That's yeah, one of my yeah. Death Eaters. <laughs> <laughs> but Regulus was a Death Eater who tried to who tried to leave and was killed. Because apparently you can't leave. And they remember and he and they remember that there actually was a fucking locket in this house. So So they had it. Yeah, they and, had it. And they tossed it out. About yeah, it was it was Two years ago, when they were cleaning out Grimmauld Place in the first place and making it ready for the Order of the Phoenix, they were going through a cabinet, and there it was. There yeah. was the locket there. Nobody could open it. They didn't even realize. Yeah. Horcrux the whole time. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And creature... They should have run a Horcrux detector over the whole house. They should have. There might be a bunch of, one, a bunch of other ones in there. Right? Yeah, that might if, not be the only one, right? If Dumbledore had been a little more open about it from the beginning, who knows what shit they could have found. That's true. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, they tried to figure out where it went. Creature pocketed it, and then Mundungus Fletcher stole it from him. So that's where we're at. Well, so, so throughout this this whole beginning of the chapter, Harry is doing this whole thing where he's like not sure about Dumbledore. And I gotta say, like it bu- bugged me a little bit because this is like exactly what everyone else is doing to Harry. And was it book five? I think when Rita Skeeter wrote this article, and ever so, all of a sudden, everyone who had known Harry for like the last four years was like. Oh yeah, maybe he is crazy. I mean, he is crazy, but but not that kind of crazy, right? I mean, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It, I, it felt it was a little annoying that Harry is suddenly turning on Dumbledore, who he's known for his like half his life, right? Really, Kai? I don't trust that guy. <laughs> I mean, you're not Harry though. Harry, Harry trusts you know. Harry doesn't trust Harry. Was grew up in a box. <laughs> he doesn't trust anybody, right? I think he might be working through anger. I think he's still he's angry at Dumbledore for a lot of reasons. One of them being that Dumbledore died and left him, which it may be unfair, but it's just how he feels right now. I think. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. If he's like working through his mourning and he's in the anger stage, mm-hmm. and realizing that there is so much he didn't know. So Regulus gave his. Spare locket to creature, right? Yes. Is a locket a piece of clothing? No. I mean, it can't be. Obviously not, because creature hung around. I mean, maybe creature just hasn't figured it out. (laughs) (laughs) He's never seen a locket before. (laughs) I don't know what. Isn't it's an accessory, right? It is. Isn't that a kind of clothing? I I mean, I would say so, but does it have to be a textile? You know this this particular like loophole in the in the whole house elf thing is is is. One of those things, maybe you don't pull the thread, right? Because you can kind of drive because they can do laundry, that. right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think we yeah. talked about this. They do laundry. Mm-hmm. But we get story time. Way back in the day, Regulus lent creature to Voldemort, and Voldemort took him out to that creepy lake and forced him to drink poison, where the locket was stored, and then he abandoned him there like an asshole. Mm-hmm. And Through, like he and he ended up crawling into the lake with the inferi, right? Yeah, but he, but he still somehow managed to get back. Which is, I thought, was really sad and pathetic. They were like, "How did you get? How did you escape from these creepy zombie things and getting drowned?" And he's like, "Cause Master ordered me to come back," which is sick. Yeah, I gotta say this this story, uh, understanding how the house elf magic works, is pretty pretty fucking tragic. You know, it is. Like, creature still sucks, but I gotta say, I'm starting to feel some pity for this like busted house elf. You know. Mm-hmm. He's had, a, he's had a hard life. Mm-hmm. 
I found it a little frustrating that elf magic just works by different rules than the rest of magic because J.K. Rowling needed it. Yep. They worked it a different way at this time. Yeah, it's true. And and there are a couple of situations where things work that way, where it's like magical creatures. I, I don't think they talk about it in much detail, but magical creatures in general operate under different rules, period. Like mm-hmm. you know, dragons have their own magic and some other things, I think. Mm. Yes. It's the it's spell just... called Plotius Devicius. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Operates on a different frequency. Yeah. But getting back to the locket, creature somehow managed to get back and now he he knew where the locket was so he showed regulus how to retrieve the locket drank the potion gave the real and, and um regulus drank the potion gave the real locket to creature to destroy but then he let himself be pulled under and drowned by the inferi yeah so this this nobody knew what happened to regulus and now we do now we do they knew he died but they weren't sure how or why mm-hmm. so yeah but unfortunately creature has had no luck in destroying the the locket he just doesn't know how to do it but they get this story, and Harry sends Creature to find Mundungus. Yeah, Creature's all of a sudden being nice to him because he was nice to Creature. It turns out the trick is just not treating your your house off like garbage. Yeah. Who'd have thunk? Right? If only somebody really smart would have been saying that all along. I know. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I do, do want to say, um, so Harry sends his house elf to kidnap somebody, and uh, let's not think too hard about the implications of that, right? Like, this... Ultimately powerful magical yeah. creature that he just like sends to go abduct people, right? Yeah, like, you can do that with house elves. You can do that with house elves, and nobody else is doing that. I guess luckily, right? And I no mean, wards or charms will protect you because house elf magic is magical. They can teleport in and out of places that people can't normally teleport in and out of. Yeah. Why didn't they tell him to go get Voldemort? Uh, <laughs> right. Go kill Voldemort, creature. Go kill Voldemort. <laughs> Why would anybody ever be using house elves for lame stuff like cleaning the house or cooking? Like, right? come on. Yeah. House elf soldier. Mm-hmm. Soldiers? Or just tell them to go steal shit for you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they do. They would. I, I was thinking about that this, through this whole thing, you know, and, and we'll get into it a little bit later. A creature's, like, nicer now. But he's, like, making food for him and stuff. Where's he getting that food from? Is he stealing it? Can can anyone stop a house elf from stealing something if they want to? I guess they can't, right? Yeah. Yeah. Harry's not paying for the food that's coming into the house. <laughs> if you could have... And a house elf do one activity for you, what would it be? Um, be freed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Find Jeff. Uh-huh. I, I gotta say so I'm like, free. if I had a dollar, what would you do with the dollar? Oh, I donate it to people in need. <laughs> <clears throat> I am Jeff. I'm better than everybody. <laughs> okay, so what's your answer then? I'd kind of love to have a personal cook. Mm. Mm. I was wondering about that too. So creature, can creature make anything? Or does he have like a list of of, uh, I'm of, sure he's learned. He's probably got... Well, can they read? I, I, Creature, learn to read. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're okay. not stupid, Alice. They're slaves. It's that easy, I guess. <laughs> what, what would you have him do? A cook? Uh, no. I, I think I'd probably set him free. I mean, like, the, just, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm opposed to slavery, okay? I'm sorry. <laughs> oh. No, because we're, we're the anti-slavery caucus on the <laughs> podcast group. Right, right. But yeah, being a personal chef is nice, nice for, for you, Alice, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure that, that'll make the house up really happy. Maybe. That's all you want, right? You could have them just fold your laundry, and then when they're done with that, they could rumple it all up and fold it again. <laughs> Forever. Oh, no, it'd be, the, it'd be the dishes. I hate doing dishes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> this is not good radio. Chapter 11, The Bribe. Lupin arrives at Grimmauld Place. 
and he prov- gives them the first information they've gotten in a really long time. The Death Eaters tortured and killed Rufus Scrimgour, so he's out. We find out that the Death Eaters tortured and killed Rufus Scrimgour, so he's out, but uh, he refused to tell the Death Eaters, give them any information about Harry or his whereabouts before he died, so that's nice. Yeah. Hermione's like, wow, the last thing he did was protect Harry Potter. And Harry Potter's like, yeah, I get that a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, wait, (laughs) do people not do that? (laughs) Oh my god, that's so good. That's so sad. (laughs) It's so true. true. He's like, get in line. (laughs) Wow. You know, I gotta say, now that we're we're seeing the death of the Death Eaters achieve some success here. Um, I've been thinking about the goals that we've heard them talk about, right? So they want to basically get rid of the Statue of Secrecy, and they want to make wizards into, like, this, the, the better... the better... the rulers of humanity, or whatever. And are they just saying the quiet part out loud? Because I feel like that's not actually that different from the way that wizards are living already, right? Yeah, isn't that what the... the... Minister of Magic already does. Yeah, he I'm, well, he doesn't go himself. He sends someone else to go tell the, <laughs> right, the yeah, Muggle yeah. Prime Minister what to do, right? Yeah, he just uh, appears in the Muggle Prime Minister's uh, office uh-huh. and gives them orders. Yeah, that's that's exactly what happens. And they don't have to deal with Muggles or like you know heal them or anything like that or provide for the the hungry. Uh-huh. Any, any of that boring stuff. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's to me it sounds like the the wizards are doing uh, kind of death eatery stuff. They're just not calling it that, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. I guess they're just not killing enough muggles. The Death Eaters are well organized. I do respect that. They've been forcing their ways into different order houses all around the country trying to find Harry. They've taken control of the Daily Prophet. Yeah, how many Death Eaters do you think there are? I kind of get the impression that there's two two components to this. First of all, Death Eaters infiltrate using the Imperious Curse, apparently, right? But I think also there are probably a lot of Death Eaters who buy into it uh, to save their own lives. You know, it's like the kind of thing where once... It, it's a snowball effect, right? Once they get more powerful, it's like, but they, die or be a Death Eater. They took over all the functions of government mm-hmm. and uh-huh. all the functions of the, the press, mm-hmm. like, overnight? Well, you know, in like a month? There are probably already a lot of sympathizers. Well, I mean, there would have like to, I said, they're just saying the quiet part out loud, right? This is, yeah, I guess so. This is crazy how fast this happened. And, and that <laughs> means there's some... There's some Death Eater that's in charge of pension provision right now. You know, like, how's the dental plan? Like, well, the, the Death Eaters have to take care of that now, right? No, that's not true, though, because we, we're going to find in a few chapters when they go into the ministry, most of the people are still just doing their thing, but the Death Eaters have been very clever in what they have taken control over. They killed Scrimgour because he wasn't working for them, so now they have Pious Thickness in charge. They have Death Eaters placed at different places. Um, they raised the Yaxley or... Runcar, one of them, has become like the head of magical law enforcement now. Like, I think it's yeah. They're just being very strategic about it. Mm-hmm. So um, they're rounding up the Muggleborns, which is cool, mm-hmm. and they're mm-hmm. making attendance compulsory at Hogwarts. And it seems like they're going to be just really turning it into like a propaganda mill there. Um, and Lupin offers to join Harry and and Ron and Hermione, and because he abandoned Tonks, who's pregnant, so. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. Yeah. I mean... That's not very wolf bro of you, dude. Mm-mm. I think he would be a really good addition. I think he would be really useful. But Harry reacts very strongly to it, and he says this thing that every time I read it, it breaks my heart. He says, parents shouldn't leave their kids unless they've got to. Which is just like, 
rips me apart inside. Yeah. I, I, I feel like Harry's a little hard on Lupin, though. I think Lupin's heart is in the right place. Like, he really does... He recognizes what they're trying to do and that they probably could use the help of somebody who's not a moron child, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, Hermione's well, not her Hermione, own, right? right. <laughs> Hermione could use the help of somebody who's not a moron child. Uh, and, and, yeah, but I, I, Harry, like... Harry really rips into him. I just feel like, you know, they got to send Lupin to St. Mungo's for the, the sick evisceration sick that Harry's done. <laughs> it's true. He is really, really hard on him, but it's clear that it's a very personal thing. And, I mean, I'm, I am on, I'm on Harry's side here. Like, he's treating Lupin like an equal. He's not his, it's not an adult kid anymore. He even calls Lupin Ramus at one point, And I think he's... I think he's trying to do like his dad did and be like a, a guiding influence. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I think it's it's shitty to abandon your to impregnate a woman and then abandon her. It's true. It is true. For whatever reason. I mean, for saving the world. Right. Well, and then next we get an excerpt from Rita Skeeter's book on Dumbledore, which is deliciously nasty, and I'm sure <laughs> I know Jeff. You always look forward to it. Yes, I'm glad to finally learn the truth. <laughs> <laughs> Finally getting to the truth. Uh, Rita Skeeter accuses Dumbledore's mother of hiding uh, her daughter, Dumbledore's sister, because she was a squib. So, who knows? There's a this story there we don't know. But right when that happens, Creature returns with Mundungus. And we find out that Umbridge took the locket from him. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, they find out because they also use Creature for interrogation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's true. Yeah, so creature, his Harry's newest and most effective hench person. <laughs> yeah, it's like you better talk, Mundugus, or I'll let the house off on you, and they can do anything. <laughs> there are no limits. <laughs> what could happen to you? I gotta say, like now that Harry has creature, does he even need Ron anymore? I mean, like three is a magic number, and frankly, creature is way more useful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in this chapter, definitely he's ahead of Ron in the stack ranking. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Ron. <laughs> Oh. Look, I just, like I know that I know that Harry's options were limited at the beginning of the series. Like he was the only Weasley available, but still, you know. <laughs> uh, I like that Harry's path of vengeance has led him once more to Dolores Umbridge. Well, yeah, she's but, the one who got away. Yeah, <laughs> this day was this day was always coming. <laughs> he perks up Umbridge. <laughs> A time for reckoning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He looks at the looks at his list. He pulls it out. <laughs> it's time to cross off that name. Chapter twelve: Magic is might. Grimmauld Place is being watched by a bunch of Death Eaters. Mm-hmm. That's not that surprising because again, it was it is literally the only piece of real estate that Harry owns, and also the former uh, headquarters <laughs> of the Wizard Resistance, the Order of the Phoenix. I mean, you know, seems mm-hmm. like a place they should watch. But there's Death Eaters teaching at Hogwarts, and Snape is the new headmaster. That's got to be confusing for him, you know? Like, he wants to kill Snape, but Snape is the headmaster, but he wants to kill the defense against the dark arts professor, not the headmaster. Like, this is a real puzzle for Harry, I bet. (laughs) He just doesn't think about it too much. (laughs) I don't think he does, no. But they decide that they're going to infiltrate the Ministry to retrieve the locket. They use Polyjuice Potion, and they go in there, and it immediately starts to go south a little bit for them. Yeah, this, this is like a terrible idea here, right? Like, what their, their plan is really, really bad, but super on brand for Harry, I think. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess my question is, how would they have gotten the locket from Umbridge otherwise? I guess she... They kill her. 
right? Well, when when would, when would they kill her? Go to her house. She has a house, right? Yeah. Probably has yeah. a bunch of protective enchantments around it. She has it. an office. That she, may, she goes to the bathroom. I think she goes to the bathroom. No, wizards don't go to the bathroom, do they? No, they just... They I have mean, bathrooms. I think they do. They just... In no, the they, past, they would clean off, clean up the poop, but they wouldn't vanish it from their bodies. Alice, they use the bathrooms for entering and exiting buildings. Oh, right. My mistake. <laughs> and or chambers with basilisks. I mean, I, right. I thought they were just going to, like gang up on Umbridge and get her, you know? Mm-hmm. Why not? They should. Not a great thing to do in the halls of government, but this is Harry Potter. That's true. About. She has a literal office. They could have waited. Ambushed her. She but probably even has a private toilet, come to think of it. Before they go there, Harry has another Voldemort vision, or Voldivision, as I call it. Voldivision. <laughs> yeah, sure. uh, so the, yeah, Voldemort's still after Gregorovich. Mm-hmm. And he just murders some random kids, you know, like he does. Mm-hmm. And uh, Harry just like wakes up screaming, and he tries to play it off. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Hermione's like, "Are you okay?" He's like, "That's just how I pee." <laughs> in the bathroom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's, what's going on in there? What do you think's happening in there? <laughs> <laughs> there was screaming. I know. <laughs> I think it's time for him to just be straight with them. Yeah. Yes. So this doesn't go super well. They use the polyjuice potion. Um, Ron ends up turning into a guy whose wife is about to be interrogated for being a muggle-born, so that's disturbing. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like the beginning of their plan is just like, we're going to ruin a bunch of innocent people's days, right? Yeah, I felt bad for these people. Like, <laughs> like, really, like, he ruined that guy's whole life, potentially. Yeah. Yeah, he gives him a puking pastille, which already sounds horrible, and the guy's still literally trying to claw his way, like, climb his way, because it's right. so important. They're like, oh, we must really love his job. <laughs> no, right? I was, I was thinking, like, there's got to be a reason that he's... <laughs> no? No? Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. And Hermione's like, why didn't we just stun them all? And, and Harry's like, I think a pile of bodies would look really weird, wouldn't it? <laughs> 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 In, a com- in contrast to one body hair, <laughs> that's the normal amount of bodies for you, Harry. You don't think that's going to raise any note? Harry's not great on, like, normal human social cues, right? Bodies are normal. I don't know. Sometimes people die. Sometimes I kill them. Can you plan for how long you stun someone for? I don't think so. I mean, if you stun someone all day, do they ever get unstunned? They, they use Stupefy, right? And that they, I'm trying to remember. They use Stupefy? Was that the one they used on her? Mafalda Hopkirk? I don't know. I just know that if it's the same one, they used it also later, and it has a much shorter length of The, the plan really seems to be, we're going to get into the, the ministry, and we're just going to make crazy shit happen all over the place. Well, that's that, whether that or not that, that is the plan, that is exactly what happens, right? <laughs> yeah. They're, they're not there for like 10 minutes before they are completely split up. <laughs> right. Completely split up, and they run into Umbridge. Mm-hmm. Chapter 13, the Muggleborn Registration Commission. Umbridge is now the head of the Muggleborn Registration Commission. Of course she's, she is. She's in charge of producing anti-Muggle propaganda, and it sounds really horrible. And she took Mad-Eye Moody's magic eye and stuck it into her door, which is fucked up. <laughs> it's pretty fucked up. Mm-hmm. Ah, that's pretty cool. I mean... <laughs> what, you're just going to bury that eye? That eye is awesome. <laughs> So is this confirmation that Moody is in fact dead? Because I wasn't actually 100% sure if he's dead or not. Nah, what's-his-name had Mad-Eye Moody's eye too, right? Oh, that's true, yeah. He's probably locked in another trunk somewhere. He's <laughs> never like, again? <laughs> this is like the fourth time. <laughs> <laughs> Happens right. a lot. Dalish is always they getting him, stunned in Moody. They Moodite. call him Mad-Eye Moody because all he says is, I'm mad I keep getting stuck in the <laughs> <laughs> uh, He might have also gotten Mr. Weasley in a little bit of trouble. 
I think, right? Like he was, uh, as Rancor, he was like, oh, I'm going to see Mr. Weasley. And they're like, oh, oh, Mr. Weasley, eh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like, that's not good for Mr. Weasley, right? Yeah. Have a guy like Rancor, Rancorn? Probably not. Yeah. He also learns while he's ransacking Dolores' office, Dolores Humbert's office, that he's uh, undesirable number one. Mm-hmm. Okay, so why is that poster not animated? Because it's not actually a picture of him. But it's a poster, right? Posters are all animated in this world. It no could be. Do we know that it's not animated? It said that it was that it was just static, just sitting there. Oh. Hmm. So is this a Muggle-made poster? Why does she have a Muggle-made poster? Maybe, maybe they have Muggle slaves. Who? Uh, which Muggle would make like a, a poster of Harry Potter? I can't think of any Muggle except his family, maybe. Mm. If they don't think, I don't know. Oh, I found that very curious. Yeah, that is strange. And she had a little post-it note that said to be punished, which is gross yeah. and creepy. She's creepy. Yeah. She is very creepy. Yeah, for this being a covert mission, I gotta say Harry's making a whole lot of trouble here. He really is. He goes to the dungeons where Umbridge is interrogating a bunch of wizards, and she's wearing the locket, and Harry gets super pissed off about it, so he stupefies Umbridge. He just starts blasting. He just starts blasting yeah. shotgun hands. Like, I get it. Like, this, these trials are kind of fucked up. Like, we get to see a little bit of it, and this is like... This this is clearly pretty pretty yeah. pretty dark. I, I was glad, honestly, I was glad to learn that J.K. Rowling is against ethnic cleansing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. Yeah, yeah. she I draws mean, the line somewhere. Yeah, yeah that's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they they decide they're going to fight their way out. Yeah, I I liked Harry's plan where like, how do I get distract people from this door so I can get into that office? I'll throw a firecracker. <laughs> well, they're using he's weaponizing Fred and George's. Yeah. True. Item, so good for him. Actually, yeah, that's three of their their products that they use in this chapter. The detonating thing. The puking pastilles and the, oh, the nosebleed, yeah. nosebleed nougat. Oh, that's right. Yeah. All right, thanks, Fred and George. It's been really helpful. <laughs> yep. How I don't know how well it worked out for all the other wizards, though. Like, because he tells them, like, you know, get out of here, just get out, leave. Like, how is that going to work out? I don't know if they have a better option at this point, honestly. Like, they're they're the they're the people that the, the Nazis are after, right? Right. So the, the best thing they can do is get out, mm-hmm. I think. Because you, you can see that the, these trials aren't real, right? So they're this either leave or go to go to Azkaban. And we know what that Azkaban is not like prison. It's actually more like, you know, torture jail, right? Mm-hmm. So It's pretty much a death sentence. Yeah. So the getting out is the thing to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, and uh, they manage to escape the ministry. Yeah, and they have the locket. Harry uses his, his big... Polyjuiced body to punch some dude in the face. <laughs> that was pretty cool. Punch him in the face and then say it was his fault that they're escaping. Hope that guy's okay because he's just uh, like jumped to the top of the the evil, the bad guy, the bad list. Oh, maybe he's a jerk. Maybe he's a nice guy. Doesn't matter, I guess. He's about to get interrogated. You know. Yep. Mm-hmm. Team Chaos strikes again. Yeah, it's a it's a pretty exciting I mean, chapter. I think like at Hogwarts they're prepared for these these kind of events to just happen every once in a while, but the Ministry of Magic did not know what was going to happen to it. They got sure. Harry Pottered. <laughs> That's right. That also explains why Hermione didn't make a plan for what happens when they get inside the Ministry. Like the plan is Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> get inside the, the Ministry and just see what happens. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do next? Let Harry Potter loose. But then what? Right. Harry Potter loose. <laughs> Here's the thing. Once Harry Potter's loose, it doesn't matter what your plan is, right? right? No Harry Potter's going to do what Harry Potter's going to do. Yeah. <laughs> the, the plan is to stand behind Harry Potter so you don't accidentally catch a stupefy or whatever. <laughs> exactly. 
But hey, it kind of worked out. They maybe possibly rescued a bunch of people, and they got the locket. Yeah, they they uh, I think they apparated out, right? Yeah, I hope that guy and his wife made it out. I hope so too. I felt bad about that. I think that they well, at least his wife did. I don't know what happened to the guy because she they all left through the toilets, right? Yeah, I think the guy was with them when they left. Yes, I think he was with her, and they got out and had instructions to just take the kids and run. Yeah, so hopefully they do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Without wands, because the wands were seized. Uh, yeah. Not his, but hers was. Yeah, some of them had wands, some of them didn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was it was uncomfortable to see. Mm-hmm. All right, well, that's it for this week's episode. Next time, we're going to be reading chapters 14 through 18 of Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows, the seventh book in the Harry Potter series. I am Alice Sullivan. That's at Alice M. Sullivan on Twitter and Blue Bonnet Cafe on Instagram. I'm Jeff Lake. That's at Jeff underscore Lake on Twitter. I'm Michael Sparkman. I still don't have one of those. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, please drop us a line at hello at mwapodcast.com. We'd love hearing from you. And if you ask us a question, we might even answer it on air. Please share this with anyone who you think will like this. Please give us good reviews. Please check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash club. Please like us in real life. We're just so likable. Until next time. Finite Finite Podcast. Podcast.